Chris Long Foundation. Obviously, Water Boys, you're doing this whole new initiative called Water for Her. You, you did, you set up the crowd. When did the Chris Long Foundation, you started that in St. Louis, right? Yeah, we started it way back in the day. Um, it was like six years into my career. And um, we had always done a lot of work off the field. Like we've always supported Boys and Girls Club. And yeah, we did a it lot of one off. Both of you wanted to do, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, But I think it really, the idea behind it really came to life after you hiked Kilimanjaro for the first time and met, you know, Doug and John. Well, the the thing was, we were doing a lot of stuff under the radar. And honestly, I always felt like weird about being charity guy. I still feel weird about being charity guy. Another thing that I'm like, I hate the fact that a lot of people think of me as charity guy first and not a good football player. Um, which drives me a little nuts, especially because like when you're when you're on a bad team for a long time, nobody pays attention. You get there, you're like a role player, and then you're like charity guy. It just kind of <laughs> fucking sucks. And they're like, "Hey, great career, charity guy." Here's so even like Walter Payton Man of the Year. As much as it was awesome, I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm charity guy now. Um, we 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 used to do a lot of stuff under the radar because I never wanted to be like you know how some people yeah, you're yeah. like, okay, I know why you're doing that. You're doing that for the clout. Yeah, we're like the opposite of those people, and I can say that pretty honestly like um but what what i realized and what we realized six years in was like we're not taking advantage of a great Mm -hmm. asset and that's fans and we're not the 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 best vehicle to grow your cause is the people in your jersey and that support you and all these people that i'm so appreciative of like we're not engaging them so let's start a foundation we we had to talk about it and when i got back from tanzania and i said like what made you want to do that in the first place just yeah Yeah, she was giving me too much shit. I said I had to leave town for three weeks. Or two and were you for him to go? You had to tell me he was going to do Everest one day. I wasn't. I shut that one down. No, you didn't. You yeah. didn't shut oh, that one down. Please. No, you didn't. You told me. Well, did you tell? Remember most when? Dangerous thing you can do. When, yeah. Well, I just play football for eleven years. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? Um, Aries. Aries. When we were t- yeah. having a kid for the for the first time, and you were having, having a, a kid. kid. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you have to promise me, though, that you'll let me climb Everest. And you said, yes, I don't think you meant that. No, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back in the day, I used to want to climb like all the mountains. And then we had kids and then I think about like dying, you know, right. like and being like a huge idiot where your kids are like, oh, my dad died climbing Everest. <laughs> right. And it's like, did he have to do that? Did no, he? Right. <laughs> right. You know, and I tend to like to do, you know, outside the box stuff. And right. so. Jeff Fisher came to St. Louis and he had done a wounded warriors climb on Kilimanjaro. And, uh, I said, man, that looks cool. He had me in his office first meeting and he's showing me pictures, probably showing me that he's cool. And right. I was like, Oh, I'm also cool. I was like, I'd like to climb that mountain. He's like, Oh, it's fun. Like one day you should. And he had just paid me a bunch of money. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I think I'm gonna do that this off season. He was like, I was like, I'm gonna spit his coffee out. But I took a teammate, um, James Hall, who's kind of like my big brother. And, uh, begrudgingly he went with me and we climbed a twenty thousand foot mountain and we loved it did and, you have to train um, I, yeah did you have to train right off the field you're trained yeah that's right. true. oh true well no but it's i'm like the think- stairmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right i mean i would like to do it one day i know i'd have to do a little bit of train like you're in great shape but i think nobody knows till you get up there what the altitude, the altitude. is going to do yeah you know, so right. you could be the most in shaped person and still we had a guy not make it. We had a right. guy, ultra marathon runner, forty something years old, um, special forces, so like elite badass guy. Yeah. 
we get up to 17 and a half thousand feet and he hits the deck it's like two in the morning because you you summit at night and i'll just remember headlamp and looking down his headlamp and he's spitting blood and he had to turn back and so we do conquer and kill fast forward for for water boys where we bring right. wounded veterans and uh or just veterans and um and former athletes uh connor barwin went yeah. uh Bo, Bo Jason, went. Yeah. Jason Kelsey went. Haloti went, which Ow. was a miracle. Yeah, that he got to the top. I mean, <laughs> forty pound man. I mean, he's an amazing guy. Him and Bo to be that big and climb a twenty thousand foot mountain. I'm not even bullshitting you. They should be in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's when so I tell funny. you those dudes, the porters carried Haloti Nada down on a gurney like he was the emperor. Like, did I they have really? This burnt him- yeah, because he barely made it to the top. Yeah. Oh my God. Me and the me and the the me and our guide, whose name is Orca. Okay. Is this British dude who's like just <laughs> why? <laughs> well, and they go up and down, up and down, right? I mean, that's yeah, it, yeah. that's what's amazing too. The guides the do, porters right? go up the and down. Porters are ju- that's but the lead here is that the guide is has a British accent. His name is Orca. How cool gonna, are you? Yeah. And Wait. you climb mountains for a living. Anyway, shout out to Orca. Yeah. We were pushing Haloti up the hill. And then they had to load him in a cart on the way down. Long story short, the thing sucks. Uh but it's the coolest like team building exercise. And I can't wait for you. One day to go. women's group. Yes. You know yeah. what? I've never really done anything outdoorsy, but <laughs> I'll you go. Win. I'll, okay. I'm in. I'm totally okay. in. And I can't wait to start. see the, I can't yeah. wait to see the photos. Like I'm just gonna love the pictures. <laughs> but wait, the pictures I, are worth it. Yeah. I like I'm I've skydived and I bungee jumped and I've did zip lining. Like I've done, well, I haven't done those yet. You're kinda <laughs> but I don't I don't know. I never I'm actually am in, in May hiking the wave in Arizona. Oh so, see, you'll yeah. be fine. Um, but that's not, it's moderate. And like, it just was a really weird thing where total side note, but like one of my best friends entered the lottery in October and she won the lottery because they only allow like 8,000 visitors a year. And so I was like, well, I guess I have to go, but it's like moderate. You're not really like hiking. That it's sounds not- actually really dope. Kilimanjaro is not a technical climb. It's the highest um, freestanding mountain in the world. 19,341 feet. It's also the uh highest walkable mountain in the world so if you have to turn back it's because you can't handle weak intense it's cold that's the thing is like you think africa you think hot okay it's hot at eight thousand feet where you put in but summit night it's um you can't feel your toes um it's snowing maybe um and you on the way down when the sun comes up you get sunburn uh from and it's 30 degrees and you're getting sunburned because you're so high up so it's just How? a lot of challenges it have nothing to do with its altitude or it's yeah. just all the bullshit how long does it take to get up uh five and a half days and it's like another one and a half down to and were you like was Waylon born the first time you did it like Meg were you freaking out uh was Waylon born no. no not the first time okay no honestly I wasn't freaking out I thought he'd be fine it's just more you can't communicate really um, oh right right there's sat phones no wi-fi certain yeah so I bring, up, I've, you I've, could call like it'd be like real choppy so I would be yeah. like okay I know he's okay he's talking yeah. like so. in the movie Everest when they call and they're like yeah. avalanche <laughs> yeah like like it's kind of how the sat phone sounds but I'm just like how's the how are the kids like mm-hmm. uh honestly it's funny with the sat phones um because that's one of the hardest things is leaving your family for a week and saying, oh, I, 
at any point something could be wrong mm-hmm. you know like your dad instinct and like yeah. I couldn't even imagine you leaving the kids for a week but right like just <laughs> not being able to I don't have a cell phone so if something's wrong Meg can call me even yeah. if I can't do anything about it right. I just want to know yeah. and yeah. that kind of sucks right that sucks I miss my kids so bad when I like yeah that's the thing that sucks like I used to want to travel there, the world there's a pain too yeah it's a long you know yeah 30 20, hours 30 hours to get there and then wow so obviously water boys so now we're doing a, it's called water for her and it it's kind of around women's history yeah. month right is when we kicked it off which is what we're in now and the goal is to get a hundred thousand women to get a hundred thousand women and girls fresh clean water in east africa yes yep that's and the so- plan to mobilize a hundred thousand women in the u.s to then empower 100,000 East African women through. And so how do we, so how do we, what do we do? How do we call to action? People listening, what's the call to action? Yes, okay. The call to action. I always forget the call to action. That's (laughs) what the most important thing right now is to build this team of 100,000 women. So um, go to waterforher.org, waternumberforher.org and provide your email address. And that helps join join the mission right away. Okay. if you're on the site and you're, you know, so willing to give $25, that provides clean water for one woman or girl. Wow. So the goal is for basically a hundred thousand women to essentially give $25 and, or by providing your email, you might start a team and, you know, your team fundraises and, you know, you build a larger amount of money that, that goes to that. So, um, you know, we last week, um, announced like an unbelievable group of women who have joined water for her, um, as ambassadors, you know, Julie Ertz, yeah. um, no, wait, really... I mean, and that's been frustrating. Cause we're like, we don't want the Ertz to leave. Oh, I, I, yeah. I just talked to Lisa this morning. We were talking about the geo thing. Yeah. Oh, Lisa's Lisa's awesome. <laughs> Lisa's really great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I ran into Lisa in Tanzania. <laughs> like at a lodge, like randomly. Yeah. Wait, you just that. happened yeah, to be there? She was out there doing some like mission work or something right. and we just ran into each other and it was just like what? random yeah. but it's great like julie's amazing and yep. like you know some Ever. of my friends in sports media like mina kimes and krista yeah. thompson awesome. like yeah it's they, these girls have been crushing it with with uh, yeah yeah so they you know they've created essentially a team and you know they're pr- trying to promote their fans and followers to donate to their team and get involved and you know similar sense, any, any one person can start a team. And then yeah. you try to rally your friends, rally your network, your group to kind of, you know, spread it and, and help build this, this team of 100,000 women. Amazing. And if you're not raising enough money, coach Meg will get on zoom and yell at you and your right, team. Right. Yeah. Oh my God, you might make us run laps. Or yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm getting the shakes. Yeah. Seriously. That's amazing. And in, in the sense of that, this has been you know, it started as the water boys and now it's grown into this massive, massive organization. And I think it's also really important for people to realize that like, yeah, we're talking about, you know, issues that are going on in our country, but there's, we're, it, it, we're a global entity. And when you think that there are people who exist, who do not have clean water and you have the ability to just to give $25 to lit, I mean, clean water. Right. And I just think that, it's so important to remember that like, yes, we could, we could talk about issues here, but think about the world. Think about, you know, helping a legacy and helping people just exist, exist. In- it's like a basic, it's like a yes. human 
right you would think right but like it, yeah. it should it, it should it should be and you know the reason we got into it is i think it's the biggest um driver for um a community yeah. improving on every level and then there are people dying because of waterborne illness like at a very high rate um especially where we work and yep. one of the biggest heartstring pullers for me is like the kids man like it's so cliche but we'll go to a school and kids will run down a hill like 100 yards and um a primary school i remember taking these veterans who have seen some crazy shit yeah kids are running down and drinking out of a creek that runs through an urban area has a gasoline film on it and these are elementary school kids there's trash in the creek not even a second thought this is what i drink at school it's hard enough to learn it's hard enough to be successful and to grow up um we all know that from like our privileged privileged uh upbringings on different levels but like imagine just like being sick perpetually or in a a fog because you're drinking like and and also it's a women's issue that's why we that's why why we're really focusing right now on the water for because women and girls bear total responsibility for collecting water so girls aren't even in school you know and um this this water for her the movement is to hope that you know, we give these women and girls back the opportunity to be in school, to lead their community, to earn a living for their family. Yeah. yeah. I think that people, that's what people really need to realize is that it's not as simple as like, oh, they need clean water. It's they're not in school because their responsibility is to get water. So if you help, like it's layers, it's levels and, right. and people There's need, levels. Yeah. People, I like that. There's levels to this shit. And yes. also, yeah. and also, I mean, you talk about women being like MVPs in communities and that's not even like patronizing or anything like there's data that that backs that up that like if you're giving women opportunities guess who's gonna thrive everybody yeah Yeah. and so um you know you're giving women peace of mind like I'm not chancing it um giving my kids water that I'm not sure is going to kill them, which is a reality. We think about how much we love our kids and like literally Meg, I make fun of her because she's like, is Wayland's thermostat at 71? <laughs> like he's going to go, like there. he's going to be like, like sneak in and put some socks He's going to be like fucking Jack from Titanic. <laughs> like if he comes in there and, the, and it's 70 so degrees. True. But but you talk about, you talk about in like these, <laughs> you talk about in these. Uh, Rose, in these, don't leave me. I know. <laughs> No, mama. Yeah. I feel like I'm on a lifeboat. I'll never let go. In the Arctic. I'll never let you go. Yeah, he, he, that's what he's like when you go there. Um, that's more like what Luke's like, the younger one. Um, but Waylon can't, he doesn't give a shit about it. He's like, I'm not waking up. Um, yeah. So women have to, I just cannot imagine parents in general, you know, like, hey, Waylon, have a sip of water. And I don't know if it's going to give you, um, you know, giardia and diarrhea. And that's bad enough here. But when you can't treat those things there, that kills kids. Diarrhea yeah. kills kids. So yeah, they're dehydrated. Well, it's like they just go dehydration. Yeah. It's dehydration. Yeah. And so, and so what we're, this is the most excitement I've had, honestly, about like we're doing a thing that we should have been doing a couple of years ago. We just, right. I think a lot of times people are like, We'll do that right now. Do that right now. Like we're we're grassroots. We grew from the bottom up, and so this has been the first thing that we've wanted to do. And to be honest, I'm energized because I've said this to Meg. The women we've had involved have done five times more than the average did. 
You heard Shocking. it here. Like, right. <laughs> no surprise here on the lipstick league. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Seriously, um, first week I was like, holy shit, can I just like get rid of all the guys? I'm just right. joking. <laughs> I don't want anybody to get offended if there's dudes. And no. We get offended easily. But you know, women, women, like I feel like we're just so instinctual, right? When it comes to so many things in life. And that's, you know, I'm not trying to get all like deep and philosophical, but like, you know, mother nature and mother earth and like all that stuff. And then it's like, you know, you tell a group of women, like there are children who are thirsty and we're like, oh my God, like they cannot yeah. be thirsty anymore. Like it's yeah. just this like, it's just and there's no dwelling on it it's like fix it yeah no, it's so just it's like, like we're gonna figure out how to fix it and, and we we're have all gonna to come fix together it right now because yeah. there's yeah like there's children in africa who are dying because they don't have water and like they need to have water right now they needed to have it mm -hmm. yesterday and i yeah. think it's just like this female intuition thing where it's just like you never want anybody it's like an instinctual maternal thing right where yes. you're just like you never want anybody to like be suffering and especially when it comes to something so basic like like having drinking water like it's yeah, right it seems unfathomable but that's just how so many people in the world live and it's it's unbelievable that in like 2021 you know like and again I you know you know about this kind of stuff but until like you guys bring it to the forefront of people's minds. It's something that like people in their daily lives don't think about. It's outside the box. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. What, what we've been so proud about is like for us in, in America, it's such a foreign concept unless you turn on your TV and you see that there's like a Flint or right. you know, there's oh water shortage in California or there's yeah. like issues with how you're farming there and there's scarcity. Um, we started um, Hometown H2O as well, which is domestic because so many people oh, ask, okay. what about America? and yeah people have trouble giving when they you know when it's yes. not which on is their homes which is which we is get, wild to well, well yeah we get you it. get to a certain extent but it's why not, are you asking the question what right. like you know i mean like if you're asking the question to be a dick like i know yeah. but if you're like if you have a serious concern for like what are we doing here like you're making a good point water is not perfect in america either yeah. it's just more subtle the issues we're dealing with yeah. like um, so I'm excited about what we're doing there. We're really excited about domestic uh, work as well. It's awesome. Thank it's, yeah. did you ever see that lady? She went viral over the <clears throat> summer. She like stripped her clothes down. It was on Santa Monica Boulevard and was just screaming. Cause she was just like losing her mind. That's how I feel sometimes. I'm like, how do I do it all? How do I help? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I feel. I'm like, I just like want to stop racism and give people water. It's like, it's sometimes it's so overwhelming. So you just got to do your little part. That's, I mean, like literally, <laughs> yeah. and that's why, that's why I hate when people beat each other up about, you should do this. Hey, this person's doing a good thing. You should do this differently. Or like, why is this person not doing that? You forgot about this thing. Like, I think we could all as a society be better about building each other's up when we're giving effort. Absolutely. And because this is tricky, whether you're talking about, especially for people who look like us talking about racism or like, like we could yeah. say the wrong thing. Like, I don't yeah. You know, like I, I could be, have my heart in the right place. And, or if you're talking about clean water, like we've made mistakes, we've, we've failed. We've, right. we've, we've had stupid concepts. Like the first concept we had with water boys was dumb as hell. And I came up with it and I thought all like, I was like, this is the model. We're going to do it this way. And it sucked. And dudes, like I cold called dudes and they were just like, what? <laughs> so I think there's trial and error with all this and oh, yeah. you got to be patient because all these problems are going to be solved after we're gone. Yeah. That's what like working faithfully is like, right. We're not working so that we have a better world right now. Like that'd be great. Yeah. But in all these areas, we're just, we, we have faith that like the next generation is going to take the torch and finish this thing. <laughs>